Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camerow here with episode 217 of the Tutor Podcast. The Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people. Now, I'll be with you every step of the way as you start, grow and love your tutoring business while staying, hopefully, moderately sane and having a boatload of fun in the process. As always, I promise to keep things as simple as I can. No jargon, no buzzwords and no BS. And the bottom line is this. I want you to have as much fun tutoring as I do to make us much money as possible whilst helping people so by making a difference to your clients it makes a bigger difference to you so let's just crack on with the show and today i want to talk about a simple time management method to to make sure you're not wasting any of your precious time and living in chaos it's called time blocking also known as time boxing now i do this on paper and I think there's something immediate about having it all on paper laid out right in front of me. In fact, uh, an ex-girlfriend once said to me that if it wasn't written down, it didn't really exist for me, but that's probably just my autism. So I think with, with paper, there's no menus to scroll. You haven't got to open up your phone and still those nagging social media alerts trying to entrap you and pull you into the vortex there. For me, paper is the real deal. It'll always tell you the truth and it'll always be straight and honest with you. So by way of confession, I'll admit to being uh, considered a Luddite by a good many of my friends because I still cart around an A5 file of facts organiser to keep everything in order. And that contains the diary, task lists, credit debit cards, uh, pages for notes, little pockets for receipts for the three businesses when I'm out shopping and I always have my Kindle in the back pocket too so I can grab a, a quick read if I'm waiting for someone traveling or just pausing a coffee when I'm out and about. So time boxing, here's how it works for me. In my paper diary, it could be just an ordinary journal or notebook or whatever it is, um, the diary pages, incidentally, I print my own because I like a 5 a.m. start time and I like one day per page. But there are two lines of, sorry, there are two columns of lines on each page. On the, the right-hand column, they're just plain lines. This is where I use for notes or for definite aims for the day that aren't uh, easily fitted into the the time boxes which i'll come to in a second the the left column is where the action is today as far as i'm concerned it's uh divided up into half an hour increments each line is half an hour and this is where the time boxing happens uh, i do it at the start of every week as part of my weekend week ahead preview and i also have a look at it at the end of every day this left-hand column has three faint vertical lines printed on it. 
So I have one broad column with three vertical lines down it. And they're headed plan A, plan B, and plan C. Now plan A is the game plan for the day. I figure that since I'm going to have the day anyway, I might as well have a plan to have a fabulous day, one that I'll enjoy. And that's where I do the plan. It's all in the plan A column. At the start of an allocated time for any activity, I just draw a horizontal line. So let's say I plan to go up at five o'clock, hit the road on the bike and get to the gym. And I'll set aside a total of two hours altogether for the 16 mile cycle ride, plus the intense workout and time for a shower when I get home. And I'll follow that kind of procedure through the whole day. So from seven till nine, say I'll be in the office, nine till 12, I'll be working on a composition or with students or whatever it is. And everything that should happen if the day goes according to plan, goes into plan A. I'll also remember to plan for meals and any breaks that I've got in mind, because that's a vital part of self-care and essential body maintenance. So I'll make the down paper first as a plan, and then I'll go out, execute the plan, and hopefully have the day I planned for in the real world. But just in case, I'll also fill in the plan B column. Now these are my backup plans for when all the plan A activities aren't doable. They're just, they're standbys. Let's say my plan is to get up, cycle to the gym, do the workout and come home. But I get up and it, we've had a snowfall overnight. Maybe my bike's got a technical problem or something expected comes up that prevents plan A from happening. So maybe plan B is to drive to the gym and do the workout over a shorter time window or perhaps hit the spin bike for an hour instead. But the point is that plan B gives me an automatic go-to if I can't conduct the activities in the plan A column. It spares me the agony of decision. By thinking ahead, you'll never have to stop, scratch your backside and ask yourself, now what do I do? When your plan A is rained off, prevented from happening by power cuts, cancelled by someone, whatever. And the backup to that is plan C gone. Now plan C column is usually left blank until absolutely needed. You see, the chance of not being able to do plan A or plan B are pretty remote. If I'm forced to take up a plan C, it's probably a response to an emergency. So the blank plan C column is where I figure out a planned response to whatever new situations arise. Now, I think this is pretty simple and that's what makes it so effective. You know, I, I'm in the plan A column, I'll time box on my teaching, the breaks, any time set aside for outbound, call, outbound calls and emails, planned office time, exercise sessions, writing sessions and all that. And 
the plan B is always there just in case. So around here we have a lot of power cuts because the power comes in overhead. And when it's windy, the trees bring the power lines down. It's a fairly regular occurrence. So if I can't teach, I'll plan to do some writing instead. There's always a standby. That allows me to get around any no-show students because I'll have other activities as backup plans. And if stuff happens, and honestly, as a parent of a teenager, stuff always happens, then I'll cobble together my emergency response plan in the plan C column. The whole point is always to have start and end times for your activities. Now I find that this focuses you terribly well and it always has a, a properly thought through, you know, ahead of time automatic go-to plan just in case. It's allowed me to gain an increasing awareness of how long everything takes. Now, you probably have a very poor perception of how long activities take at first. But as you box the time in and you monitor it, you grow in awareness. It gets you to be very good at planning and using your head. Edit that. It allows you to become very good at planning and, and using your time. Because this isn't just about planning, it's also about data gathering and performance monitoring and feedback. Try it for yourself. If it works for you, great. If not, well, that's also great because you can eliminate it from your inquiries and try something else that might work better for you. If you don't try it, then it'll make no difference if it works or not. So, Give it a go. Have fun with it. Let me know how you got on. I'm here. It's info at neilcamado.com. And I really hope this podcast has been some help. I'd love to hear from you. All your trials, your triumphs, your challenges, failures, victories, your challenges. Because I'm here to learn from you guys, as well as to share what I found useful and what I think I understand. So once again, it's info at neilcamado.com. And of course, you can find me on Twitter where I am always at Tutor Podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe to the Tutor Podcast and get all the updates and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business. As I say, staying sane in the process, but frankly, that's just an option. So until next time, have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.